Hello, Alex. How are you doing? And you're very welcome to this uh, this podcast. And uh, it's, it's great to meet you. So I suppose um, we'll start off, I suppose, with your background and about yourself. Could you tell us a bit about yourself? Um, I'm a goalkeeper at Kidderminster Harriers. Um, I just joined in August. I think it was obviously the season started late. So, um, but obviously, always played football as a like as a youngster. Um, I started off as as everyone does, you know, uh, striker, you know. Um, yeah. And then as I grew up, obviously, sort of got went backwards, you know. And become a goalkeeper in the end, so um, sort of le- led me to that opportunity. That's it, and I suppose really um, being being the the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper suits you suits you more, doesn't it? And um, uh, you, you know, like what what was it that attracted you uh, to being a goalkeeper as opposed to being an outfield player? Uh, when I was younger, like I was always playing outfield, um, and then my obviously my manager uh, was called uh, Darren Lyles. Uh, FC Khan, uh, like grassroots sort of level. He, um, like, obviously saw something in me, and obviously I love throwing myself around in the mud, and obviously coming in the house and getting everything, you know, muddy and that. So, uh, <laughs> like, obviously, yeah. that's sort of how I got into it. That's it. And um, so you've been, uh, you were a goalkeeper up until, or you were an outfield player up until what age? Uh, twelve. I was a twelve, thirteen. I started playing in goal, um, and then. Yeah. Obviously, I just progressed from there. Like I started off, um, and sort of got some coaching, and then I started to get better and progress and develop. And yeah, it was really good, sort of, sort of be on that journey, and hopefully, I can continue to. That's it. And I suppose tell us a bit about the um, some of the clubs that you played for until until you got into until you got into your current team. Um, so, I started off at grassroots until about. 15 and then I got a trial with Forest Green um, and a couple of trials around the area and I did my work experience with Swindon, Swindon Town and uh, their, the training facility they're at and sort of worked worked uh, day in day out with their first team for about a week or two and that just gave me like the taste for it I got the bug for it then and obviously seeing players like that I'd probably watched when I was younger because I'm from Swindon as well so Watching them sort of players around me was was fantastic. You know, it's it was a great experience, and obviously trialed at Forest Green. Um, unfortunately, uh, after a couple of weeks, I didn't get obviously didn't get picked up. Um, sort of a hype thing. I wasn't wasn't big enough, but then eventually, sort of, you know, I found myself like I had my best season after that. Like sort of picked myself up, had my best season, uh, player of the year. And then I picked, got picked up by Cheltenham Town. I spent two years there, sort of did my sort of uh, apprenticeship. And then um, I left in May. Um, I didn't get offered a contract or anything. So then I progressed to Kidderminster Harriers and obviously I've been there since. Um, I've had some good opportunities there. Obviously, been in and around the first team match day squads and stuff like that. So, so yeah, that's sort of my journey. That's it, and I suppose that that's um, that's it's exciting times for you, at, at Kidderminster Harriers. And uh, could you tell us a bit about the club and what you love about the club? And uh, you said the coach and staff and other players and things like that. Uh, it's brilliant because obviously I can do a degree alongside obviously my playing, um, 
obviously playing in goal. And I just think like the the mood of the coaching staff, everyone gets an equal opportunity. I think the club's sort of on the up as well, I feel. I feel like it's a big club for like the level level we're at. So yeah, it's 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 good, you know. I've, all the players are brilliant, you know. Um so yeah, stuff like that really. That's it. And I suppose really as a goalkeeper, um speaking of, I was a goalkeeper myself and uh you know, there's a different mentality and I suppose, you know, you, you kind of have to be a leader in a way as well because you have to command your box and uh, things. But what are your the favourite aspects of, of goalkeeping? I know you were, you were saying you love diving and things like that. But uh, I suppose, you know, one of the key things is being able to read the game and be, being able to, uh, I suppose, not in a disrespectful way, but keep the, keep the defence in line and, uh, you know, Kind of make sure, make sure they're in the right place, and make sure they're marking up when when they have to mark up. But also, I suppose the the um, distribution as well from kickouts and uh, you know when to roll out the ball and uh, short kickouts and long kickouts and things like that. And uh, you know everything has to be bang on the money, doesn't it? Yeah, I think the game's changed even since when I was younger. You know, like um, I think you've got to be able to play the play with the ball now. You know, you need to be able to play out. Yeah. You need to be able to pass. I think that's obviously being outfield for all them years when I was younger has actually helped me transition to sort of become a goalkeeper. Um, because obviously, I obviously had all that like ball control and stuff like that when I when I went back in goal. So I think you need to be able to distribute, you need to be able to communicate with your back line, which is when you're young, I think it's hard. Obviously, when I was obviously growing up, being able to be commanding and stuff like that is, is difficult. But I think as you sort of, you know, grow up, it's it comes easier, you know. It's um like the communication aspect and stuff like that, coming for crosses. I think you need to be able to do everything really, you know? Yeah. Um whether you're That's six foot six or whether you're six foot, you know, you need to be able to try and perfect everything you can and if you make a mistake, you know, you just gotta be able to smile through it and just carry on, you know. That's it, because I suppose uh, the the major thing is you know you know when a goalkeeper Let's in a goal or whatever, um, you know, it can be very downheartening. But uh, the key thing is to wipe it from your mind and just just continue on and make sure it doesn't it doesn't happen again. And of course, uh, the high ball is a is a thing that happens a lot as well. And you have to be solid under the high ball. And you know, I, I suppose there has to, there's that trust between the defense and yourself, and between yourself and the defense that's. Uh, you know that they have the defense has full confidence in you that you know you're able to do your job and things like that. But also, you have to have confidence in them that you know if you get stuck or whatever for whatever reason, you know that that they they'd be able to cover for you and you're able to cover for them. Yeah, that's it. There's no hiding places, as you know. Obviously, I've listened to a few. Obviously, you you're a keeper yourself. I heard. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's um. It's no hiding places, really. Uh, but you just got to be able to be that strong, in, like strong-minded character, you know, that, that people can trust. And it's it's hard, but you know, you just got to learn how to sort of deal with it. And you know, if, if something happens that like isn't, you know, isn't ideal, then you just got to be able to, you know, that's life. You got to be able to work through it, and uh, almost yeah, forget about it, as you said. That's it, and of course. Uh... You know how how was the um the co the COVID uh, this period of COVID how has it affected you as that you know yeah well everyone at the club as regards training because there's a lot of tests that has to be done 
before and after training and before and after games. You know, we see it now, you know, in the Premier League, you know, there's a lot of players out with COVID and uh, things like that and games have to be postponed because players have, have it and things like that. Can you can you see maybe that the the Premier League might be closed down for a couple of weeks or what what's your what are your thoughts on all that? Um, I think the original lockdown. I think you know it, it was tough because I don't think anyone's ever sort of experienced that before. I think it doesn't get any easier either. But I think probably we'll see a a stop in play eventually. I can't I can't see us being able to carry on right through. Um, with us, uh, we're not training at the moment for a little while obviously because of because of covid at the moment um but obviously you just got to deal with that you know it's it's tough times you need to just get through it keep doing your training keep going on runs doing doing bike rides you know just working from home you know you just need to be able to switch your mentality and just just change the way you do things i think you just got to take it in your stride really you know that's it and i suppose that, that applies to kind of you know the players yourself as goalkeeper, the coaches, I suppose, you know, the whole approach to everything, to day-to-day training in the club and the way you approach things and how you do things, it's it's completely changed now because of it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think since, obviously, playing for sort of full-time football, it's it's been a bit different because you sort of, I think when you're in every day, you sort of have to change your mentality a little bit in terms of, like becoming a full-time player, you've got to be on it more. You've got to be preparing properly. You've got to be, you know, doing the right things, you know, uh, keeping yourself in good shape. Um, and, yeah, so it's, it's you know, you've got to just change, adapt how you do things and just only can do what you can do, can't you? So that's it. Yeah. That's it, because I suppose really that, that's, uh, you know, when there is no training going on, you kind of miss that aspect of, seeing your teammates and being with your teammates and going through the, the different types of training and uh, and all that and of course there, there's not just it's not just about the training on the on the pitch it's also you know the tactical things the analysis and all that that's uh, that goes with modern day football yeah well i mean i've taken this time to really focus on building my physique and making myself fitter almost because you know you might have to sacrifice a little bit of football for a while just to obviously keep everyone safe and everyone in like hopefully healthy, you know, and it's, it's what it is at the moment, isn't it? It's you've got to just do your part. And I mean, if you've got to sacrifice football for maybe, maybe a couple of, maybe a month or two, then that's what you've got to do. You know, it's, I'm just going to focus on what I need to improve on, get out on the grass when I can and uh, just improve my fitness overall, really. And that that's that's all really that that you can do because it's uh, it's kind of not not easy times and uh, you know it's 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 very good to kind of have a, a flexible attitude as well which is kind of, which is needed as well. But uh, I suppose could you tell us a bit about the uh, the manager as well, uh, at Kidder Minister Harriers? Uh, I suppose you're you're with the under twenty threes and you're you're uh, in or around the first team as well, but. I suppose, can you tell us a bit about the managers on both teams and their, I suppose, their backroom staff as well? Um, obviously, we've got, so Luke Astley is my under-23s manager. Um, and there's a couple of coaches behind behind him as well, obviously. Um, but he runs the sort of the whole programme sort of thing. Um, but 
a lot of coaches have a lot of sort of input into it. But yeah, they're, they're all really good, to be honest. Um, I don't have a bad word to say about it, if I'm honest. Man management skills, fantastic. I think they've got good experiences uh, that they share with us, obviously. Um, yeah, good sessions and stuff like that. I really enjoy it. So yeah, that's good. And in, in, in terms of the first team, um, when I'm when I've been in and around it, it's been good. Um, Russ Penn's the manager, um, uh, along with Jimmy O'Connor being the assistant, and there's a couple coaches again behind, like obviously within their setup as well. But yeah, it's been they they're really good, really supportive, and obviously I've been really grateful for my opportunities that I've had at the club, whether that be playing for the even just playing for the twenty threes. Uh, being with the 19s or or the first team, you know, I'm just really grateful for anything I can get, and hopefully I can kick on and obviously prove my worth, you know. That's it. So um, I suppose your 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 goals going forward are to kind of, you know, stay at the club and develop further, and um, you know, hopefully maybe make make some uh, first team appearances in the future and see where that takes you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think. Just got to take it as it comes in football. You can never be too high, never be too low. Um, that's what I've learned from sort of my experiences of being in the game. Um, so I'm only 19, but you, you sort of learn a lot as you, as you sort of progress through the game. I think if you get too high and too too low, the emotions sort of get to you. So really what I've recently sort of come by is just to take it as it comes and just, just work, work, do what I can do, work my hardest, and hopefully it'll pay you back, you know? That's it. And I suppose really um, you, you've been recently talking to Joe, um, the CEO of uh, 442 Sport Management Group. And, uh, you know, I do po- podcasts with them as well, with uh, and with them and their other, uh, you know, the, the other players and coaches and things like that. So I suppose what are your thoughts of Joe from speaking to him? And, uh, you know, was it positive? And um, did you like what he had to what he had to say and maybe the opportunities that you could have with them if you if you sign for four four two. Um, I think for me, um, it's it's good because from my at the point I'm in my career now, um, I think it's just good to get as many connections as you can. You know, um, just to try and expand your career, expand your networking. You know, so speaking to Joe was really good because um, obviously it was a new person to talk to and obviously. He, he, what he has to offer is good for the players that he has as well. So, yeah, it was good to talk to him. That's it. Well, listen, thanks very much for taking the time out to uh, do the podcast with us, and uh, hope we'll uh, we'll be in contact again soon, and we can maybe do a regular regular podcast with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Okay, thanks very much. And that was Alex Avenel, the um, the under 23's goalkeeper at Kidderminster Town.